Hey, welcome back to Privacy for Plebs, your first podcast to learn about privacy, cybersecurity, why you should care, and why you should spread this message to every single person you know. Interested? Well, I am too. Let's not waste any more time and get into it with our episode. Cheers. Okay, episode one. Why should we care about privacy and should you just, you know, quit this channel right now and just go to your friends and say, man, this is a waste of a podcast? Well, my hope is no, but let me ask you this, okay? What if I told you that there is enough information on the internet about you right now that they could know exactly what you would do? What if there was enough information about you on the internet that someone could recreate a video with your information and get you to do practically anything or say anything to anyone? What if this information could be recorded and sent to you? What if it could be used to blackmail you? What if the data you're giving up is allowed to be utilized by big companies to modulate the behavior you have? And this can be behavior from exercising to who you vote for, to who you hang around with, and to the opinions you consume. What if there are companies who are literally targeting individuals who are more susceptible to changing their thoughts and influencing them for ulterior motives? This is exactly what can happen when we lose our privacy, when we lose our data. It's a scary thing, but let's talk about something a little bit more easy to grasp. Let's talk about the social media algorithm. So, have you ever heard of the rabbit hole with social media? And let's talk about YouTube, for example. One day, you're watching a news report on something very controversial. And you don't think too much of it. You're like, eh, okay, I guess I saw it. I don't agree with it too much. But the next day, you got something similar on your YouTube channel. And you say, hmm, okay, I might as well give it a click. Because I have nothing better to do in my day. And before you know it, your whole feed is immersed with this. Remember, at first you didn't even think too much about it, but now everything you're seeing is about this one thing. Let's say it is about a particular political belief and say it's extreme. Let's say it's the far right and you are watching a lot of members of Proud Boys videos. This podcast is not meant to be political. I am just using an extreme group just to paint a picture. This could be exactly the same on the far left. If this happens, what ends up happening is since you're only seeing one political viewpoint repeatedly, by the mere exposure effect, you are going to gain an affinity for this point of view. The mere exposure effect essentially dictates that we will become more a fan of anything that we are repeatedly exposed to. This can be people objects, such as what is going to be marketed to you numerous times on Facebook via the advertisement until you click buy. And similarly, as we were growing up, what was marketed to us on TV commercials repeatedly until we had to have it and we pretty much begged our parents to give us it. Now, this is maybe okay on a financial aspect for you when it's thinking of products such as toys. But what if I told you that this could literally impact how you see the world? 
how you interact with people, your family, what your beliefs on life are, whether you're religious or not, whether you go for your dreams or you spend your life trying to fight something that doesn't even exist. That is the power of privacy. People can control you with your information that you're giving up. And the fact of the matter is that people don't even understand that they've given up so much information. You know those likes that you give on Facebook to your friends? That's calculated. You know the time that you spent watching that uh, Proud Boys video, for example, and the little time you spent watching an extreme left? That was calculated. And it's fed back into the system to give you more of what you want. Because the way that these social media companies make money is by advertisers. The more time you spend on their platform, the more money they make. So they've developed an algorithm which tracks what you engage with. And only, well, not only, but for the most part, gives you just that material. And actually, I'll correct myself. In some cases, does only give you what you interact with. As you can imagine, this is very dangerous as you do not get a full understanding of what both sides of an argument entail. This is particularly shown in this year's COVID-19 pandemic. There is the scientific community who is at arms with the more radical right community who is anti-vaxxing. The unfortunate aspect is that both groups think one another are stupid. And they would both, from the information they are receiving, be relatively entitled to say that. But the stupidity is not either of their faults. It is a problem with the algorithm. It is a problem with the system that we use to consume media in this day and age. We are not allowed to see a full picture anymore. Everything is shaped by the algorithm by the small chunks of data we have given up to companies, we have been forged into a person that we cannot even see. And this can cause behavior change that starts at a micro level. But eventually, all these micro levels, just like interest for your bank card, adds up and makes a whole new person. Before you know it, you won't even recognize your past self. And oftentimes these changes are so slow that you can't even recognize them. It's not until something drastic has to happen, such as what happened at the White House where individuals stormed the democratic halls to overthrow democracy at one individual's tweet. Now imagine if that individual just tweeted once and didn't start a bunch of confusing misinformation campaigns Imagine if there weren't fake videos created on the internet to stir up conspiracy theories and things of this nature. The future has a lot of work to do, but one of the main things that you need to account for is your privacy. In certain nations, there are social scores depending on how much you comply with governmental orders. Now, whether you are a libertarian or you are an individual who likes and enjoys listening to the government, I think it is imperative that we all understand the destructive 
nature that can come about with continuous monitoring of what we look up for. Because don't look at democracy right now and be happy with it. Because you have no idea where it's going to go. If we end up destroying democracy and going to a dictatorship, we only need to look at various countries to see the hardships that it brings. In Venezuela, a pertinent example holds, where before it was a prosperous country with one of the greatest amount of oil reserves and gas reserves in the world. But through a dictatorship, look what it is now. The people are suffering. Their wages do not meet what they need for food. Now imagine that this was like China, where they have social scores, where every individual was tracked for what they search on the web, where they go, who they hang out with, what time they come home, what time they leave. Because in China, you actually have cameras monitoring when you leave and enter your house and who comes with you. There is so much data collected that I can't even imagine the possibilities with that data. Now, we have an opportunity for those of us living in a democracy where this doesn't happen, or even an authoritarian regime where this hasn't happened, to strip away as much of this data as possible. The less you give, the more freedom you have. If someone knows the patterns, you can be tracked. Your behaviors can be influenced. You can be found. You can have your loved ones haunted. You can have them tortured. And this isn't only for government nations either. If we do not do proper security, what can happen is that people can hack our information. People can sell our information on the dark web or even on the regular internet servers for money. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather not have my name or address floating on the dark web for sale if there is any possibility to hold that back. Now, with that said, you know, privacy and cybersecurity at a basic level seems extremely difficult. And I understand that. I was fortunate enough in the coronavirus pandemic to be introduced to some influencers in the privacy and cybersecurity world where I learned a little bit about it and I have been fascinated ever since. It was like I unlocked a new world completely. And it is with this new world that I want to inspire the listeners of the show to take advantage of their data and reclaim their freedom that is being stripped from them one like at a time. This podcast is going to be very basic. It is not going to go into very nitty-gritty details, at least at the start. Perhaps in the future, if this podcast does pick up, so if you are listening to this and you're interested in this topic and the way I'm presenting this information, please share it with your friends because that's the best way to help explode this podcast. If this podcast does pick up after your tremendous support, thank you in advance. I will go into more nitty-gritty detail, and heck, I may be interviewing some individuals to learn alongside you and share this journey together. As you may have noticed, my voice does sound a little bit weird. This is an OPSEC security example that I'm trying to show you through this podcast. 
Throughout the remainder of this podcast, I will take various precautions to save my own personal name and data. And this is to show you different methods by example that you could do the same. For the purpose of this podcast, my name is Anatoly. I will always be referred as Anatoly. This may or may not be my real name. And that is another principle altogether. Now, this concludes our first episode of the Privacy for Plebs podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I got you riveted and excited. And most importantly, I hope that you can share this with some friends. Because the quicker this podcast picks up, the more time I'll be able to dedicate to it. And I'm very passionate about spreading privacy and cybersecurity tips. So I hope I can help in this regard, and I wish you all the best. Have a fantastic day. Stay safe, stay secure, stay private. Anatoly out.